episode seven. Right, welcome to episode seven of the Fable Roundtable. Thanks for downloading this uh, shambolic podcast. Uh, and we have with us today uh, Callum. Hello. Nice cue there, Callum. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin. Hello. And we've got Cam. How do you do? And I'm Sean. So, I think the first thing we're going to talk about today is the... What do you want to talk about? The the um, Disney lineup. Yeah. Go on. Was it named? Yeah. yeah, go on. I've not really seen a lot about it today, oh, apart from some of the... Uh, I mean, I know that Christian Andor thing's coming through, which, that's, what's that's the point? Because we all know what's happening to him. <laughs> <laughs> Getting detonated by yeah. the death star. Spoilers, he dies in the end. <laughs> yeah, he's about an inch he's about an inch off of entering that other last and then the bloody planet explodes. Anyway. That is a crazy <laughs> shame. Never oh, mind. No. Never mind. Well planet explodes, is that you so, um uh, and there's an Obi Wan that series come in which I'm hyped. Could go either way. It'll mm. be great. Don't don't diss. It's going to be as good as um, the Mandalorian or not because they, they haven't put a foot wrong on that. No, they haven't. Even the other episodes are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, true. And that's that's how you make a, a compelling. I mean, they made a mini film out of every single. What we do is we put Dave Filoni and John Favreau in charge over one Kenobi, and we're fine. That's all we need to do. Yeah, we just need to get Kathleen Kennedy out of there. Well, she'd be fired, aren't she? Yeah, she, well, look, there is a rumour swirling around, and it is from a very, very reliable Hollywood source that uh, she has been let go um, from the franchise altogether. It was her that announced that we're getting in Jenna Jones 5, and it's going to be the last of the series. I thought... She's still involved. She's still involved with Lucasfilm. Mm. It's just Star Wars she's been sat from. Well, that's good news. And it's and it's and it's COVID that's knackered it all as well because she would she would have gone somewhere else, but because of COVID and all this, um, all all the companies um, not be like closing down and stuff and and um, no films happening and all this lot, she hasn't got anywhere to go, so she's staying with bloody. Uh, them, ain't she? Mm. For now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because apparently she was going to set up her own thing uh, and make films that don't make any money, but make it so that w- uh, women like them, but women won't watch them because they aren't bothered. <laughs> so you're going to get days. <laughs> you're going to get three vegetarians and a vegan on the front row, and that's it. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know, the black woman is it would literally last like two, maybe three days as a company. Well done. It's it's got to be a black transgender woman who's a vegan. Yeah, that's what it's got to be. In a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and she's called John. Wait, what? Yeah, and she's got terminal cancer and only three weeks to live. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not allowed, you're, not, you're not allowed any fantasy uh, at all. Everything's got to be a message. Look at Star Trek. I've not yeah. seen today's one, yeah. but every single one, one woman saves the universe at least once an episode. Yep, that's well, true. Yeah. One woman with a bloke's name for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I still don't understand that at all. It's going to be gender neutral. Come on, guys. And yeah, but no, it's not gender neutral. Michael is a boy's name. It's a masculine no. name. No. Not anymore, him. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Lies. You know, you know who's going to have started the burn, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Michael Burnham. <laughs> Michael Burnham. Yeah. The burn. And, that, and that's why... Uh, but I, I don't get it. I mean, can you imagine going back in time? A thousand years. What what would be on Earth? I'm digressing now. I'm going on to that shit. <laughs> Disney. Disney. Stay. So. Yeah, what, right. Cassie, Cassie and Andor, then. Oh. And I was one about some droids or something. I'm just having a look. I can't see. I can't seem to find a list of these announcements. You know, strangely enough. We've got so some of the announcements. We've got. We've got Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, then Star Wars Rangers of a New Republic, and we've got this thing called Lando, um, Star Wars Andor, uh, Star Wars. I can let my the Lando one. I'll be quite interested in seeing that. Donald Glover. Yeah. And then there's. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch and Clone Wars. I'm presuming Star Wars The yeah. Bad Batch is going to be like the Bounty Hunter series that didn't take off. No, it's not. It's basically what it is, is um, Clone Wars. There were this um, squadron in, uh, I think it was season seven of that, called The Bad Batch. It's basically going to be following them, I think, from like the start of it all the way up until they... You, know, the, the you, forget, you forget that most people ain't going to go back and watch... The Clone Wars, it's a cartoon. Nah, I, I, I refuse to acknowledge that. Clone Wars is amazing. Because it's animated. People you're going to not acknowledge that it's a bloody animated series, a cartoon. Don't be a snob. It's I'm not, fine. Being a snob. <laughs> not being a snob. But if it's, worth put, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing it in live action. It is worth doing, because they do it while they're doing animated again. Yeah, I must admit, I, I quite yeah. liked uh, Rebels and the uh, Clone Wars. They were quite good. I can't get on with it. Can't get on with it. It, it just looks... It's all that cell-shaded bollocks. I don't like it. Yeah, see, so yeah, I'm a fan of that. I like that. Yeah. Same. There's, uh, <clears throat> there's, uh, there's also the Acolyte as well. Um, now, That's on the, yeah, the name of that. This has definitely got to be uh, a surrounding a dark side theme because... You know, um, Padawans were the Jedi trainees, acolytes were the Sith trainees. So, in the, the usual, so. it's apparently it's going to be a um, uh, it's about the High Republic era, and it's going to be a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> Lando. And is most of these going to be series? Most of these going to be series, or some of these actually going to be films? I think it's all series, but it sounds a bit. All series. Seems like it. 
That's cool. Oh, Hayden Christensen's can, coming back in uh, in Obi Wan. I'm happy about that. Weirdly, I'm not. It's gonna be Darth Vader though, so he won't have his helmet off. You have to see his face. I don't want him as Darth Vader. James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader, and that's it. It's, gonna, it's essentially going to be the person doing this stuff, and James Earl Jones is the voice. There you it's go. Is. James Earl Jones' voice gets deeper the older he gets. So at this point, it's I'm teetering sure on the borderline of not being audible to humans. It's that big. I mean, how many people sound like bloody Morgan Freeman? Surely they can get a bloody James Earl Jones. Uh, oh, yeah, I dare say, to be fair, yeah, because you can't have Hayden Christensen doing uh, the Darth Vader voice. <laughs> Hello, everyone. No, they even got they even had James Earl Jones shouting no at the end of the um uh, That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> up until that moment, I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah, so but in part, uh... act, anyway, there's a reason why he's not made a film since. Or if he has, it's bombed. Yeah, he's uh, but... his career is toast. So it's interesting to see him come back. I don't think he's definitely free. <laughs> to be fair, oh, that's the most that's savage thing you could ever say about yeah. his career. God, it's like trying to put it as politely as possible and still coming yeah. off harsh as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That clean up on aisle three is going, going not cleared up when he starts working. <laughs> I'm going to be fair to him, though. The right, to be fair, what were you meant to do with some of the fucking lines in those films? Act them better. I'll give you that. Now, uh, uh, come on, how can you say the words, I don't like sand any better? Be honest. <laughs> how do you come out with that phrasing any better? Well, everything he said in the whole thing was just... Yeah, it's terrible. It, Delivery it, was awful. Shocking. He just came over as a cocky bastard. And, he did. Arrog- and well, here's an interesting thing for you. I've just started watching all of the Star Wars movies with Nick because she's only ever seen episode one. I was like, right, okay, fair enough. And she goes, she expressed. Oh, that's not what on. No, well, she wanted to. She's expressed an interest in doing it. I said, I tell you what, easiest way of doing this is doing it in chronological order. So it starts with episode one and goes through. Now we're on episode two. We watched that last night, and um, she says, she says. <laughs> He's an arrogant cunt, and he. I was like, yeah, he's, he turns into a massive prick. And she says, there's no, there's no like gap there from him being a sweet little boy into turning into a massive cock. <laughs> it's no. like, no, yeah, it's it kind of it's a bit jarring. <laughs> Plus, people didn't want to see Anakin Skywalker; they wanted to see Darth Vader. At the end mm. of the second film, he should have turned into Darth Vader. Yeah, because he was already there. With as soon as he he iced them uh, them sand people, that should have been it, really. Well, nah, that's not a really turning point anyway. Yeah. Behave. I mean, how old? How old? How many years has it been from the first to the second one? Uh, what chronologically or in filming terms? In in chrono on in the film, how many ten years? years gone? I think it's ten years. Ten years. Uh, mm-hmm. So in ten years, he never went to see his mother. No, but that's the Jedi way. Cut all ties. But. So he, he goes back, find her being raped by some people. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Pretty much. Ah, <laughs> uh, just don't get it. the whole. The whole prequel's a mess. The, the, this, this, 
There's three. Now no, there's four films in the uh, in the in the franchise. To be honest, four, five, six, and Rogue One. That's it. No, and I, I don't and I don't mind um, uh, Solo. Solo's better than any of the prequels or sequels. <sighs> Ooh, controversial opinion. Yeah, I disagree agree. strongly there. But yeah, that's you, that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it, my friend. I'm I'm going there. I'd rather, I would rather watch that. I would rather watch that than uh, a bloke trying to put on an accent and and sounding like Roger Moore. Well, yeah, it's on, but it's podcast, so you're all right. Oh, Didn't say to Roger Moore's name. Yeah, episode three, we're good. I'm. I will start. Yeah, episode, episode three was good. It, it in, wasn't good in the context of setting up Darth Vader. It wasn't bad. I thought it dragged on too long, and I thought like the, a lot of it was unnecessary. Nobody wants to see Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right? true. They don't. Like, oh, no, what? They won't see my face. Well, I'm sorry. Um, the in the Mandalorian, they got that Pascal fella in, and you don't see. Is that his name? Pedro. Yeah, yeah, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And, uh, he's he's took his helmet off. I'm not. Oh, it'd be a spoiler that. No, we've all seen it. What? Yes. Well, you saw yesterday's episode. Today's episode of Mandalorian. No, we saw. I'm for season one where he took his helmet off. What? Well, well, it's taken it off the second time. <laughs> confirmed. There's, there's a spoiler for you then. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. But apparently, that's why he's. Uh, you, you've heard that there's been um, shit behind the scenes. No. No. Yeah, apparently, because he's signed up to be this character that doesn't take his helmet off. Mm. And throughout the second season, he's been introduced to uh, uh, every Mandalorian, including Boba Fett, and they've all got the bloody helmets off. And he weren't happy about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I must say about Mandalorian, like I fully enjoyed Mandalorian. I just think it's breath of fresh air from the actual main Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Movie. Well, apparently he's going to be taking less of an interest in it, and he's only going to be supplying a voice soon. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard. He's oh, that's, dis- right. that's disappointing. Why is disappointing? Again, I, would you even know? No, you wouldn't. But you could. You might like. Now you said it, I might be watching for it in the edit. You know what I mean? Yeah. See that overlap. Yeah. Anyway, but then again, if after tonight's episode, well, when you watch the ne- next one, I think they're going to start relaxing him taking his helmet off. Hmm. Yeah, because it'd be good to keep him in just for continuity's sake, if nothing else. Like his body language and everything is cool. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agreed. Um. So, but the, these other announcements is is re- by Disney is really nice. But when? When are these things coming? Because well, probably most likely because Disney, a couple of years Disney, time. Not going to release them all at once. Disney Plus has been going over a year now, and we've had two seasons of Mandalorian and Sweet Jackal. I reckon the first ones will probably end up seeing the ones like Bad Batch, just because it's easier to do in that situation. So probably like I reckon twenty twenty one for all that kind of stuff, and then like the live action ones probably twenty twenty two. There's not, you know, I mean that Winter Soldier one. When's that coming out? Don't know. That looks like some art house shit. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get on with that crap. The, the, oh the interesting thing about the Star Wars announcement now is you've got to look at it out. Talk about the streaming thing versus the cinema. It's like, obviously, back in the day when Marvel and 
unleash the phases of the cinematic universe, and that was all movies and what have you. They're introducing too much. I'll use an example now. Star Wars are doing it in terms of all TV yeah. shows. Quite fascinating. Have you heard about all this multiverse stuff? God, don't get me started. Multiverse. Spider-Verse live action. Yes. It sounds good, but it's got the concept of so Alfred Molina coming back, all the Spider-Men coming back. Um, Maybe. Question mark. This is probably how they're going to bring back Bloody Vision from another dimension. Oh, I'm really finding fascinating how they're going to do that smoothly. How, especially when it's live action. Like, obviously, you can do an animated version of it was into Spider-Verse, and that makes sense, but like, how good in terms of action, you know, live action movie sense? I don't know. Yeah, fuck okay. it. I'll tell you what. Let's just bring back the entire cast who died from the original part of the MC one, MCU uh, part one, right? And let's just have the original Gamora back. Let's have Iron Man back. Come on, let's get, uh, let's get Robert Downey Jr. employed again because, you know, he's, he's, well, not, he's, not, a, he's not a good actor outside of the MCU, I'm afraid. Um, this whole thing has been engineered. I, I was listening to another podcast the other day and it's been engineered so... Uh, in this, they are going to bring back Iron Man, and uh, they are bringing back um, Captain America, but they're going to be played by different people from another multiverse. Bollocks. Tom Cruise, horseshit. Be rumored. Just no, doesn't need to happen. Doesn't need to happen at all. That is fucking bollocks. It won't come through. Tom Cruise is older than bloody. Well, he's about the same age, I think, as uh, Robert Downey Jr. You'd have to be on term. Uh, um, no, they, they, they're going to be looking at younger people uh, that, that they can get another 10, 20 years out of. Oh, God. I don't see the point doing the, the whole Iron Man Captain America thing again. I agree with Cam on that. Well, then again, with Falcon, I don't mind it too much. It makes more sense. But Yeah, if it's, it's like, fine, you know, if it's going to be him, then fair play. Do you know what I mean? I can, I can deal with that. That makes sense. That's a nice little sideways move. Because Falcon like, by himself is like, he's a shit hero, let's be honest. He is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Sorry, you're not a bird. It it's not great. Yeah, and it's like, hang on a minute. Fucking, well, War Machine's got that covered. <laughs> your, uh, your one USP there is already taken by someone else, so what now? Yeah, I'm I generally doing it You can see things in red. Okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's shit as well. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely needed a sideways move, so that makes sense. We're doing merchandise point of view as well. I think about Iron Man, Captain America, two of the biggest in the MCU. We're just like we're just clinging on to the whole sales are going to get out of that as well. Was that aspect you going to consider? Yep. So Spider-Verse. That's all I'm bothered about. I am excited for Spider-Verse. Goes well, but it does look like as well. It's got a recipe to be a massive disaster as well. They just got to play it carefully. Car crash. You can't judge things before they come out. Unless it's I can, I'm telling you now, it's going to be a car crash. Well, let's talk about the uh, apparently. All right. I've got a bet on that. Actually. I'm I will, I will no. take that bet all day I've long. No. I've got yeah, hundred sheets it. with uh, my name on it on that from both of you. Thanks. So we need Pinocchio. That's coming out next year. Oh, well, yeah. I, didn't... I saw that. The only reason I know about that is because I happened to see an advert on, like, just randomly. Not even, like, a big budget advert. It was this tiny little thing. And I said to Nick, I said, are they doing a live-action Pinocchio? She goes, yeah. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Live-action all the things. 
Let's get Arsene Wenger for it. You're fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Football segue. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yes, yeah, so they've got that. And then they've got a prequel to The Lion King. What's that going to be called? I don't really know. The Lion <laughs> Prince. Oh, gosh. <laughs> in the prequel to Lion King, basically the start <laughs> of the film. The Lion Prince. Probably called A Needless Waste of Time and Money. Yeah, which is oh, what it will be. That. That's called yeah. literally what it's going to be. Again, another car crash uh, waiting to happen. Yeah. But apparently they're still adamant that uh, Black Widow's coming out onto cinemas. It will be in two years' time. Ten years. But I can't you know I can't see it. No one's gonna be going in the cinema for the next eight months. Yeah, no, they won't do. It's gonna be a very slow recovery for uh thing, and that's a, if they actually recover at all. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how much it's cost them this year to come back from. Jesus Christ, how much they yeah. lost out on. Oh, yeah. Huge. And now they're, huge. now they're in a battle with the uh, streaming services as well, just to add to the heat. Yeah. Which is why, I, which is why I, earlier on I was referring to the fact about how it's interesting how Star Wars have like launched this lineup and it's all shows that are going to be streamed on Disney Plus. Like, I think yeah. that's an interesting yeah. dynamic to look at. The thing is, with Disney Plus, there's nothing now. That, right, it, it's smart when it goes in this country to now, there's been nothing on but The Mandalorian, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss. nothing new has come on that I've wanted to watch anyway. They put on little, like, uh, I don't know, well, just been nothing on, even, even my kids, they're just not bothered. I think as well with Disney Plus, you've got to look at it this way because it's, it is like one of the newest of the streaming platforms out there. There's still that like introduction phase where people who haven't got it yet are still kind of already, you know, starting to get it now, if you get me. So there's always there's been that to like, you know, cover themselves for the last half of a year. But like going into next year, as you said, we need to start releasing things coming on that platform now because most people have it by then. What's going on there? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've just I have just swapped the um the recording panel from my full screen over to um that's terrifying. The, uh, I'm really proud of that. Okay, so yeah, it may get a bit trippy. Oh gosh, there we go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is a random segment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah, I agree. I agree with it. the whole Disney Plus thing. Like, like you said, they definitely need to start putting a fair few new shows on there in a way. Because, yeah, Mandalorian's obviously great, but you know, you need more than just that. Yeah. I mean, there's rumors about. I don't know if that ever if that got uh, mentioned or anything, but there's been rumors about Disney 18 Plus, which what <laughs> today? Uh, well, no, because I mean, they they purchased Fox, didn't they? So yeah. they've got all this back catalog of of stuff, and yeah. where. And nowhere to show it. Hmm. Because you're not, you're not going to put Aliens and Die Hard on, on the Disney Channel, are you? Well, you could. It just wouldn't be very. Allow us have a specific section. You have to have customized parental controls for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not wrong. 
But um, yeah, I do find, find it fascinating how Disney Plus have made like the first step going forward out of the streaming services of like, right, this is how we want it to be going forward in a few years' time, how streaming services operate. We've introduced some new shows and it's basically on its ass right now. Um people are paying more attention to streaming services now. So well, no one yeah, to... even if you could go out, would you want to go out? Not particular. Well, well, it just depends what's on the cinema. And obviously, there's not going to be much on first thing, is there? So, no one's really going to go. Yeah, but you, you, I don't want to feel like shit for two weeks just for us going to the cinema. Yeah, yeah I get you coming from from that point. Dude. It's just a steady integration, isn't it? Not only that, I'm paying for the privilege as well. <laughs> paying quite a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah. Considering. Well, no, probably it's not too much over here because it's like five pound each. I wish. <laughs> That's what it is. The world. At, at the View Cinema, it's five pound a ticket. I've kept saying several times you go to View Cinema and Donny, but you know these are all like, no, we're going to see World Awakening. Nah, don't blame. Nah, 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 it's nah, easier nah, to I get agree. to. It's <laughs> easier to get to. Uh, don't, don't you dare put me in with all these other people. I agreed with you on that one, but Aaron was like, oh, but Wakefield's close to me. I'm like, Aaron. You can get a train. Yeah, <laughs> it exists. Well, you can't right now. Oh well. But I mean, the 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 cinema in uh, in the View Cinema in Doncaster, it's another train ride away, uh, bus away from the yeah, train. Yeah, bus from Finchgate to Lakeside. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the cinema's a car crash at the moment. But speaking of other car crashes, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is also a car crash. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Absolutely shocking, and I saw. I called it. I called it. I knew it was going to be a disaster. I, the hallmarks were there. Oh my god! Seen it for a while. It was terrible. Um, the fact that they weren't releasing anything about the console versions. They weren't. None of the review keys that they gave the reviewers were console keys. They were all PC. That raised alarm bells. But there were there was yeah. more hints before that that something funky was going on there the fact that they kept having to delay it um what uh, is wrong with it i bought it for someone for christmas it's um <laughs> the the console versions basically don't work um it's it's like what happened with the witcher on steroids except this time not only is the bugs to contend with on a massive scale but there's also the visual problems that are associated with it because what they appear to have done is not so much overlooked the optimization for the um the the base PS4 and Xbox particularly, but <laughs> they've uh, they they seem to have steered the settings towards next gen, um, which means PS4 so and things like yeah. So it's more, <laughs> they they've kind of put their eggs in the basket of the ray tracing game and all that and like they just yeah. the the, PS, fine, yeah. the original PS4 and Xbox uh, cannot keep up and they're not going to be able to the processors can't cope so can they, they can't uh, release so it, it looks awful and I don't see a way they can fix that to be honest I suspect yeah. what will happen is they will end up offering a refund uh, to anyone who has a copy of a console copy of um, <laughs> Cyberpunk and a base Xbox or PS4? Because I honestly don't think they can fix this. I don't see a way out for it. Is this them. one of them that are offering a free upgrade when you get a PS5? Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's probably why they've done that because normally, normally they'd be so wanting to charge money to you know they would they want you to buy the old version then they want you to buy a PS5 and then they'd want you to buy the game separately again so they can maximize the mileage they get out of the game. However, they have said right from the get-go, anyone with a PS4 version can upgrade for free to the PS5 version. Now we know why. Um, that's the yeah, game plan. You know, I mean, yeah, it's like just to try and pacify people a little bit. And unfortunately, that wasn't always wishful thinking. It's well, not going to work. If you sell something to someone that doesn't work and is unlikely to work in the future, that is going to be a significant problem with consumers. Well, all I can say is I'm hoping between now and Christmas that they patch it. Yeah, I don't think a patch is going to fix. This that. is what they do, though. Though you're all, everyone who buys it from day one are all paying to be beta testers. Yeah, they are. And I don't know what anyone says. You don't yeah, what you mm. Straight day day one purchases that they're just for people that. I'm not brain to test it. Yep. Um, as, no, it's just I don't I don't see way out. The the other there's other problems with it as well that I see. I think it's just it's a quite a shallow RPG. It's like. You know, they haven't really put much thought into the storyline, by all accounts. Um, it's quite disappointing. It, it's quite short, disappointing. Uh, the acting is not great. It jars with the rest of the world in terms of the way that it integrates. A lot of the stuff that they promised didn't go in as well. So, for example, they said that, you know, you could play the game however you wanted. If you wanted to play a non-violent version of V, you could do it. You could play the entire game without shooting, firing one bullet impossible it doesn't work that doesn't actually play out that way at all um so they've 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 fallen short there the other mechanics and stuff are quite cheap um you know it's little things the gunplay isn't great it's uh, the driving's very floaty i think what they've tried to do here is appeal to too many people and so overall the game i i think i think it's awful i think it's a shocking thing and i think the way that they're going to get around that is um, by DLC and the shit out of it. And they're already talking about putting a multiplayer segment onto it and selling it as a separate game entirely, um, no. which I think... Yeah, that's yeah. Whoa, yeah. they've got a dose of the Grand Theft Autos, everyone. Here we go, red alert. But you didn't have to pay extra for Grand Theft Auto online. Not initially. Um, oh, no. Yeah, you do now. Um, but the... Um, <laughs> the, the, that has got its own stuff entailed with it, like you know, buy cre- buy credits, buy vanity objects. You know what I mean? It's all that kind of shit. It's all the microtransactions coming in again, and that's how they're going to prop yeah. this up. But I mean, it's yeah. just everyone keeps saying, "Oh yeah, but it's such a massive world, and look how much stuff's in it." It's like I didn't buy the game for the fucking side quests, guys. You know what it, I mean? It it's sounds like, like, it sounds like um, it's got a little bit of a destiny story at least. No, it's yeah, you know, short. like let's just compare it to their previous outing with The Witcher Three, which was a proper masterpiece. Do you know what I mean of storytelling, which is what they're good at. That CD Projekt Reds, that's their niche. Do you know what I mean? It's like proper, really well thought out and put together storytelling. That story was awesome. Now, all right, granted, it was based on someone else's work, so they have to be you know mindful of that. But it was all the other stuff that went into it as well that wasn't necessarily represented in the books that kind of really brought that together nicely. And I'm not talking about the many, many side quests either. You know, they were a fun little distraction, but they didn't add or subtract anything from the world the way that, like, 
it kind of everyone's saying that side quests are propping up the entire cyber you know cyberpunk game i'm like how is that the case how is that good design yeah that means you yeah, failed yeah, as, a, as a as a developer you are fucked up you know what i mean something's gone catastrophically wrong so i'm sorry i see you know and i know people are gonna buy it they're gonna rush out there and they're gonna go they're gonna go crazy for it but that's a hype train in action i don't think they've realized quite yet just how badly they've been done um and they have been they've been done like sean says they're paying to be beta testers i'm just waiting for the novelty to wear off with all these people and the the dawning realization sinks in that actually this game is fucking boring and repetitive you know, it sounds like to me from what you're pretty much saying it sounds more like they've gone for the style like the visuals of the ps5 and got like you know the head turned like that yeah it's all style and, and then, substance I thought, you know what? People are buying just because of the visuals look amazing, which is pretty much going to be in the case, let's be honest. Yeah. Yep. A lot of yeah. people will buy it just for that. Oh, yeah, this is going and to be the new, that, the new crisis, isn't it? You know what I mean? Where yeah. people benchmark off that, which is always a... Uh, I won't get into like how ridiculous that notion was, but yeah, go on, mate. It and does then, seem... And then obviously because of that, essentially they've essentially focused so much on the visual... That they've completely forgot about the actual thing they're meant to do, which is tell a compelling story. Yeah, which yeah. they failed to do. Yeah. Um, apparently, thing, apparently like, Keanu Reeves' deliveries are the only thing that kind of saves Johnny Silverhand as well from just being a bit of a douche that you don't care about. Yeah. It seems yeah. like the story has been so, like, it's like an half-hour story. It's like a short story. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, but guys, it's an immersive world and you've got loads of side quests. Yes, it's great having side quests in games. We all like side quests. But when it's just too much about side quests, side quests, side quests, side quests, and you're like, right, you want to concentrate on the story. And then the story is nowhere near as compelling and the substance of the story is weak. It's like, 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 you know, Calm's just said there, like, you just focus mainly on the visuals of the immersive world. Yeah. And then, you feel like as well, maybe they can fall into the gameplay. Maybe if the story's not quite there, and you can look at the gameplay and think, oh, it feels great, it's smooth, it's brilliant. No, and even that's bad, as you, you, you've you just been saying, Cam. So it's just like, right, okay, where do we actually go from here? <laughs> They're basically just... Yeah. It's still officially so no one will care. I know that like this will be an unpopular opinion, and it has been, because there's been a few reviewers who stuck their head above the parapet and given Cyberpunk, um, you know, not a negative review, but a very middle-of-the-road review. And I think that's probably where it sits for me as well. It's entirely middle-of-the-road. I don't. I think it's an average sort of game overall. And that is unpopular. Now, people try and review the game based on what they see, whereas I tend to review the game based on what the developers have promised. Um, and uh, it isn't there, I'm afraid to say. From what I've seen so far, it's not good, you know. And people keep saying, "Well, you know, all the side quests feed into the the end game." Do they? Do they see feed into it? What happens if you do all the side quests before you complete the story narrative? What does that do? Do you know what I mean? Does it have any yeah. sizable benefit that suddenly, you know, you are like Night Cities, whatever? Do you know what I mean? Like you're the big, bo- you're Barry it's, Big Bollocks. You know what I mean? But you're still going through this storyline. So no I mean, I bought it. I bought it as a gift for somebody. Mm. But uh, like with The Witcher, I didn't get The Witcher when it came. I, I waited, and then it 
it's game of the year edition and all the DLC. Yeah, that's right. yeah right. chucked in with it. That's right. I, that's what and, I tend to do. Yeah. And I got it for like twelve quid. Yeah. Yeah. Bargain. I think one of the reasons why it's quite disappointing as well, which you got to look at from another perspective as well, is that so it's build up as this futuristic sci-fi game. There's really not that many of them out there, and. Um, Yes, it's going to be quite a bit about the visuals because obviously you know the settings evolved in. But you really want the substance of the story to be back to be really good and actually match this you know type of style of game. Unfortunately, it hasn't. As well, it sounds of it anyway. I'm not personally played it, but it's like it does feel me as a disappointment because there's really not that many games out there that are set that far in the future with that sort of setting and with this like sort of promised dynamic of what it's going to be. Yeah. But it just doesn't. No, they had the opportunity. They had the opportunity to blow the fucking roof off, and I'm not being funny, but they've had almost a decade working on it. Well, it was 2013 first, first Easter. I remember that. Yeah, I'm sorry for you to then turn round and turn out a badly optimized thing that was initially built on you know, the PS4, Xbox One's architecture, to then not support that down the line, right? You would have thought then, fine, all right, fair enough. I can get past that. This is now a PS5 game. Fair enough. Okay, right? But you would also expect it to be jaw-dropping. Do you know what I mean? You would, This is a spectacle to end all spectacles. This, is gonna, this isn't going to be game of the year. This is going to be game of the century. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be a masterpiece <laughs> of storytelling and like you know, of pushing everything forward. It hasn't. It hasn't pushed anything forward at all. What's what what techniques have they used that are brand spanking new or proprietary to them? None. Nothing. They haven't well, even written a good story. Pathetic. That's just it. Ultimately, ultimately you can, you know, just look at it. Like, yeah, you can essentially look in the first hour, you'll probably look at the game and pick it, oh my god, this looks so amazing. But then the, it boils down to ultimately, if you're gonna play through this game, you're gonna want a story that's gonna engage you. Give if it a few weeks. That, then... Wait until everyone's bored. Everyone's going yeah, well, about, oh, wow, the Steam concurrencies are breaking all kinds of records. Yeah, of course they will, because that you've hyped this game up for the last oh, eight years. Enough. That's why. You know I mean? That has nothing to do with necessarily popularity. See how well it's doing in a couple of months. If it's still breaking Dare records, then fair enough. I'll, I'll eat my own words, but I don't think it's going to happen somehow. Dare I say, Matt, there's going to be a competition between Last of Us 2 and Cyberpunk 2077, which has actually been the biggest disappointment. It seems no, like that's actually Last, Last of Us 2 will be the biggest yeah, disappointment. Yeah, it will be, yeah, and that's another... That's, that was shocking. They massively well, dropped because the ball there. Last of Us a really good yeah. story in Last of Us 1 as well. Mm. Yeah. As, uh, whereas with Cyberpunk 2077, as far as I'm aware, anyway, I could be wrong. There's nothing really before that, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not about in that situation. Yeah, I mean, oh, really? there's you yeah. know, unexpected surprise of the year. Flight Simulator came in and just smoked everyone because it like used like this amazing new technology to like create properly like represent accurate representations of the actual world and it like they haven't they haven't bragged about that they haven't built a massive hype train up about it do you know what i mean they just released this game they're like yeah and then the, they let the streamers do the rest of the work for them it was like whoa holy shit this is amazing you know what i mean it's like everyone was like whoa that is cool how have they done that do you know what i mean but that's what i'm talking about that's pushing shit forward 
That, you know what I mean? That, for me, that's clever design. And because of that, that got a lot of attention. More attention than it's any right to have because that's a niche game. You know what I mean? That yeah, simulation that's uh, genre is entirely, it's a very, very, very niche. So it got loads of attention. It sold really well as a result. You know what I mean? A lot more so than <clears throat> they were probably expecting it to or anyone was expecting it to. But that is what happens when you release something that you've done cleverly. Do you know what I mean? You've done something really good there and you've pushed, they've pushed that forward. They've pushed their entire genre and sector forward. You know what I mean? What's Cyberpunk done? Nothing. Nothing. They've just done the same old shit all over again. Oh, God. You know what I mean? We've had eight years to do something completely the same. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. You don't get praise for that. You know what I mean? That's, that's, no, for me, that's lazy. It's idle. It seems like the New Horizon game is going to be miles better. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm trying not to. Be, I'm trying not to be mad about it because I actually didn't care for the whole, no, the whole cyberpunk genre to start out. with. But there were no no new good games coming out. They couldn't. They couldn't be asked to put one, make one for the release of the PlayStation Five. Mm. Well, do you remember what I of? Can you imagine you the hype if Grand Theft Auto Six were coming out with? PlayStation That still pisses me off. Still remember the actual announcement for PS5. Rockstar Logo comes up. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. GTA Oh my god, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. GTA 5. It's GTA third. 5 again. I'm back. Hiya. <laughs> it's like again, it's everywhere you look. Every it's like, oh it's, it's fucking Rockstar oh, 5 again. <laughs> Who was to blame for this, right? Is those fucking 12 year olds that, are, you know, constantly going to the credit card, like, yes, yeah. we will pay more money for rocket bikes. No, you won't. Stop. Yeah, stop. Honestly, I know we've got Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2. I'm happy about Red Dead 2 because it was amazing to me. But GTA 6, come on. Yeah, yeah well, we need to. I just, I'm still salty about the fact that that. GTA 5 single player never really got a proper ending. Really? It was terrible. Yeah, it was optional, which one? After playing through it twice on the PS3 and the PS4, there will not be a PS5 on that one. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. any actual character development, it's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. They, they stay the exact same. The amazing thing is you can play as all three of them. Wow. Amazing. The problem is, even offer enough in there for you to choose which one of the three you really want to care most about. Do you know what I mean? As soon as you start growing attachment to one character of your way, start growing attachment to Michael, you know, Trevor, or Franklin, boom, it's over to the next character storyline. You just yeah, like. That's right, a bit jarring, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, GTA 6. I would have loved to have seen Franklin go on to be this fucking, you know, slick um expert like jewel thief or you know bank robber or something yeah you know i mean like I properly, properly living like anyway. michael's heyday you know what i mean like but no yeah. there's none of that it just stopped abruptly and i'm like wait is that it like where's the rest of it the it's, just the, it's just the ball of the basket of the uh wonderful thing of you can play three different characters like well i don't care is yeah, the story good? Only, yeah, I wasn't really bothered about that. You know what I mean? I wasn't really bothered. It was a, it was a little, a fun little thing. You know what I mean? It was entertaining at yeah. times, but mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I'm going to use Red Dead 2 as an example for this, playing the simple of that one. I know, you, I know if you've played all the way through that yet, I'm probably not. No, I haven't. No, I just can't get into it. I just I just get bored. I, I've never but ultimate for me, it's like, Well, that's probably why. But ultimately, for me, it's like one character on that one, you get grown and attached to the character. Yeah, you have all these side characters around them, but that's how it should have been in GTA 5. You should have played this mm-hmm. ranking from the start. And Trevor and Michael as the actual side characters that you worked alongside. You go attach to all three of them at that point without even having to use all three at the same time. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Problem solved. Just yeah. make a good story out of it. Yeah. And the potential <laughs> was there. And that's the way I thought it was going. You know what I mean? I thought, oh, I see this happening. Franklin's going to end up being Michael's protege and they're going to pull off the fucking heist of the century. You know what I mean? Nah. Doesn't. No. Nah. Doesn't really go down oh, that way. It's oh. like, right, okay. Well, that was a waste of time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are they doing it for a third time? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Going back to Disney Plus, what I was saying earlier, uh, it has been announced that um, they're going to be integrating a channel called Star. Star? Yeah. Or Star. Star. Um, and they're going to be showing lo- like things like well, basically all the 20th Century Fox stuff. Logan. Um uh, uh, Kingsman, Family Guy, Planet of the Apes, uh, Terminator, Die Hard, Alien. Oh, yeah. So slightly more well, grown up stuff, basically. Yeah. But they get that when they do that, the uh, it's going to go up to seven ninety nine as opposed to five ninety nine a month. So we need more money, damn it! No, basically they the bought CBS Fox. I mean, they need to roll that out quick. Because hmm. they're both yes, Bob, and um, uh, they've got no, they've got no content. They need to put more content on there. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing. That there. is true. But they've got it's all these Mandalorian. On. They're not even releasing them on DVD. That's the other thing. Apparently, Disney are going to stop putting things on physical media as well, just to try and force you to buy. Yeah, oh. that's, 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 oh that's uncomfortable territory. It might be something in the future where like it might be culture change where eventually people evolve to that, but no, I don't see comfortable with me no, that. They're trying to force that now. Mm. Yeah. It won't really work, I don't think. I don't yeah. see that working. I mean in the loft I've got the original bloody Star Wars in what it, in widescreen on the VHS, the original cut. Yeah, yeah. And I can I just know that Lucas is in his bed now, grinding his teeth because he knows that it actually exists. Yeah, so uh no, uh, this is what they're doing. Um the but you know, they'll buy it all and not release it. Mm. You've got to re- you've got to rent it off them. That's irritating. You know, well, which is basically what it is. I mean, seven ninety nine. Everyone, yeah, it's not bad, but yeah, you can't watch it when you want to watch it. If there's a power cut, you're knackered. Yeah. If if you haven't got no internet, you're knackered. They, I mean, uh, who is it? We're on about this with HBO. Um, with what they're doing, and um, apparently, uh, AT and T own HBO, don't they? Mm. Apparently, yeah. and uh, they're the bit one of the biggest. Um, broadband providers over there so you need a, a really good broadband provider so they can stream 4k 
Yeah. And uh, so it's all under one roof. You, you, you have to pay AT&T for the bloody um, broadband connection, and then you've got to pay them again for the content to stream on it. Men. Not. <laughs> and this is what they're doing. Welcome to the present. This is not the future. This is the present. Yeah. <sighs> it's not. It, yeah, this is it. I mean, physical media, even though I'd still buy it, uh, it's, it's gone. Yeah. I still people people are interested in like, you know, buying things of physical media that they want to keep something we've got, you know, good attachment to whether it's a series, you know, movie or whatever. I've just looked at I feel like, I feel like people still go ahead people still go ahead and do that. Um but it'd be less and less because well more casual just happy to watch things on streams and that just always on streams, not buy physical media, but I'll just go ahead and do that anyway. So well, but less and less for two reasons. Like one, A, obviously what you just said there, and B, if they're not getting the option to buy physical media, you've got no hope then. It's mm-hmm. over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's bad, bad for consumers. It is bad. It's anti-consumer yeah. behaviour. Like we said before on this, you've got the bloke from HMV going, if you want us to survive, you're going to have to come and shop here. Mm. And it's like, but then Disney and HBO are going, well, you're not going to you're not going to have any of our stock in there, so what's the point in you staying open? Mm. Yeah, I mean, what gonna do? No one buys CDs anymore because they they're all on Spotify or um or Amazon Music. So CDs are out. The the only growth industry at the minute is bloody vinyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah and most true. people have a decent record player to listen to it. No, on. that's right. You do need a decent one as well to get the best out of it. So HMV are dead, even if you do go and shop there, because they're going to have nothing to sell. HMV, yeah. <laughs> Buy a Rick and Morty mug for about 15 quid. Well, that's it. It's just essentially like big companies like the Disney's and obviously Warner Bros. that are pretty much at one look at it and thought, well, we can make more money off the streaming than we can just physical copies. So balls to it. That's pretty much yeah. what it is. Well, HMV these days will make more money from selling the headphones that we charge for like 40, 50 quid in store than we will from people buying any of their actual stock in terms of films and music and that. Pretty much. Well, that's pretty much all we're going to be able to sell, really, isn't it? If you go to HMV, you wouldn't buy anything because um, you just look at you while you're in there. You can look on your phone how much it is on Amazon. You just go. I mean, you'll probably order it there and then while you're in HMV. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I'm for cheaper. Fuck you. Yeah, just go. Just go to the bloke on the till, show him the phone like that, and just go. But I'm putting you out of a job. Yeah, you know, and you can do it while you know, do it while they're watching you. Oh god. Why why would you not buy the cheap version? It's exactly the same. That is true. Hmm. How the hell is it um game still going anyway? Because God, they rip people off left, right, and center all the time, don't we? We never have any sales. When we do have sales, it's a slight market that keep in places like that afloat. Yeah, crazy how places are still going. It's like that's like why uh, sex still going as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but you go in there and you think, I'm not buying. That's used and it's nearly full price. I'm not buying that. Yeah, they like to get their arm in, don't they? Oh yeah, but yeah, if you take something in. You know, oh, you could take it. I bet if you took it, them in a PlayStation 5 that you just purchased now, they're not going to be off a price. Hmm. All right. For sure. Yeah. The, the, the mental. 
It's crazy. There's some people that bought one and now they've lost the job and so they've gone, oh, I need to get some money quick and they've gone down to second. They've twisted their arm, you know, to try and, uh, you know, get a quick sale. Mm. Which ain't good. No, it ain't. But yeah, I mean, sec it's all right if you... You just use it to find your air stuff, but you know, unless unless it's, uh, I mean, some of the you, if you Drops. see like, an original Game Boy game in the window or something like that, sometimes they're like three, four hundred quid. Yeah, like, reckon... all of a sudden, I'm tempted to buy to sell my uh, Game Boy Advance. Thank hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that now. I'm the, yeah, I've, got, like, a, yeah, I've got an original really Game Boy yeah. still. Still works. Yeah, I've got it in my cupboard. Yeah, same. Mm. I remember, I think the only game I've got that I ought to that at the moment, as far as I'm aware, is, is bloody horrendously cheesy Beyblade game of all things. Mm. <laughs> mm. Beyblade. Beyblade. Back in day. Fucking hell. Oh, Sean's going up into the deep blue sea. Yeah, that's it. What's the news on retail anyway? What's the latest retail giant that's crumbling? Anyone knows. It's been a quiet week on the high street, mate. Um, no real uh, grumblings one way or the other. Now uh, we've got a test card. Things are happening. <laughs> oh, he's back. What <laughs> we can <go. laughs> um, do, though, is laugh at the fact that Debenhams has finally ended itself. Yeah, I mean... I, I want to return that. It's been a long time coming. So, but it won't be long before you start to see the others start to pop as well. Obviously, HMV creaking at the seams. As we mentioned there, um, yeah, probably things like your high street jewelers, they're going to start reevaluating. I would imagine. Um, yeah. They they seem to be wanting to shift towards an online model now. There's been, um, I saw something <clears throat> about a, a conference with, um, jewelers where the 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 heads of the jewelers industry or whatever they um. They were starting to look at pivoting their entire model to uh, to being online. So interesting you say that about about because obviously, as you know, obviously Jess works at Beam mm. Books and Energy Jewelers. She's saying the fact they're getting a hell of a lot of actual physical sales recently. Like, it's yeah, yeah, it's that time of year for them now. Um, but yeah, no, but like I'm not about in general over like last few months kind of thing. Yeah, I think there's something about That's walking into a jewel that's nice. You want to try something on, but it's it's niche, of, isn't it, the trouble is the, the bottom line is this in order for them to stay open it costs them money right you know what i mean True. their number of sales per day is by nature of what they sell low right yeah the jewelers that have survived into this era the big franchises you don't tend to see the little ones anymore um there's you know places like pikes the smaller franchises and the like they just they went bust because they just couldn't they couldn't keep up with their offering. Do you know what I mean? And that whole yeah. model of um, being in smaller towns and stuff didn't work for them, and they never they never kind of could afford to move into the bigger retail units in bigger towns and cities. So that was the end of them. Um, so you've only got places like you know uh, Goldsmiths and Beaverbrooks that are left, really. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, feel, yeah, I I don't think it'll be. I think from a, a purely sort of looking at their margin point of view, they will probably start to pull back on their brick and mortar enterprises. 
Plus, yeah. shopping centres and that, they're not getting footfalls. No, they're not. They're not. Especially not this year, so but generally speaking, they weren't going anywhere. I mean, I mean they had our football. You know, we were we were going through uh, shopping centre two or three times a day, but that's, yeah. that's, that's because, you know, we had to go through there to get work. It was the most convenient way of getting there. Yeah, but no, you were still passing and it, it might have caught your eye. No, not yeah. In Debenham. No, not in Debenham. So. <laughs> Debenham is our DC Sandero. Just going to conclude that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, like anything that was along along the way wasn't really massively desirable, was it? It's not like, you know, there was no. game, obviously. We used to stop into game sort of semi-frequently, didn't we? But it was always looking for a sale or looking for something that was in that was new. And it's like, nah, never really. You weren't, you weren't going in there and something like catching your eye and going, yeah, I want that. It was more the case you were in there looking for something reasonably specific. And if you couldn't find it, which was usually the case, you'd just leave. I reasonably specific. Oh, you just go in there just to see what lakes this is out. So when you can compare so we can get online or get it from elsewhere. But whenever we had sales on, we're never really really sales. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. we're just so bad, very little off from what you could get from a normal standard retail price. It was just shocking. Yeah. Um I was just finding staggering how we keep true. going game. Because most times we're at least in the young end. Because you've got to think that there's not really many other, apart from obviously sex, there's not really many other game shops really open anyway. Mm. So if, 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 any, yeah. if any of them are going to go, they're going to be the last ones to go in terms of game shops, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. You are. The last one that only sells games? Yeah. Really? Pretty much, yeah. Can't think of any others. Yeah. I mean, even HMB stopped selling games. Mm. There's, um, yeah, it's there's that guy it's opposite the French gate in Doncaster um, that's oh, uh, yeah. opposite um, where Peacocks is. Cool yeah, cool spot. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he's still, he he's still going, bizarrely. I think he's an independent, isn't he? Yeah. Um, there's console, console Yourself as well. They, um, they, uh, they, 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 they pulled the business from Sesku, obviously, because of the declining sales, but they they maintain their presence in uh, Pontefract, so they're still going. Oh, okay, Pontefract, yeah. Mm. Mm. Riding the it. PS5 wave, <laughs> selling <laughs> PS5s for £8,000 a unit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a novelty oh, item. This is rare. <laughs> <that's unreal. laughs> this was manufactured in China recently. <laughs> Remember, the console itself was brilliant back in the PS3 generation. Um, the, and, uh, yeah, extremely handy for you guys. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Apart from, like, as the generation wore on and came towards PS4, there's no point going there anymore. Just because mm. no one trade anymore. But we're 50 50 because A, obviously, we're online, and B, like, most of the actual, they didn't really tend to have a lot of PS4 games in anyway. No, no we didn't. It's staggering the amount of PS2 games that are still there. It's the like early PS4 generation. You go in and there's like shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves are all old classic PS2 games. And you're like, I don't mind. I got, I got by City San Andreas and Buddy 3 for like three quid. I was like, yeah, boy, nailed it. <laughs> Once you're a bargain, you could get from there insane. But we just never, unfortunately, when, when the generations are moving along, we just couldn't quite keep up in terms of obviously game people trading the 
Lewis games and that. Yeah, so, well, that? Those well, weren't they? Mm. Oh, they're enough. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's all they ever are in these bloody uh, thingy places. They, you know, these um, second-hand shops and that. It's just FIFA and bloody. Yeah. American, it's it's all sports games. Yeah, because they've got the most, all... the most tradability, haven't they? Yeah. Maintaining the value uh, of the best. Only for a year or six months. Yeah. Mm. It dies after a year. The price of like this year's FIFA when it comes to like next year's FIFA. It'd be like dramatic. six quid, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Something like that. Because it was it. I remember um, obviously, I think last FIFA game, I was like 19. I refused after that. I was like, nah. I looked obviously in game when we were there at one point. See the price of FIFA 19. It's like, oh, it's three quid. I'm like, well, then send them all. Right. Uh, this cyberpunk then. How quick do you reckon it'll be before it goes down in price? Uh, December. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it'll be quite a while because the, I think the the uninitiated have just seen sort of the the amount of hype around this, and they're the ones who will carry this forward. Your actual sort of hardcore gamers and stuff will be the ones who start to snub it first. Um, and I think so. It'll be a while. It'll be a few months before they even you see any sort of decrease in price. Well, even so um, I shall tell you after Christmas whether it's uh, any good or not. Yeah, well, okay. you know, I'm going to be paying close attention yeah, to see what happens. Whether it's any good anyway. Yeah. I've actually heard really good things about that, funnily enough. There's not, there's, for once, with Ubisoft, there has been no glitches. Yeah, there's been no massive backlash <laughs> with them for a change. That is unusual because you normally hear about it pretty damn quick, don't you? Exactly. It seems like they've actually just put a lot of effort into this and actually gone for it, which I'm glad about. So I'm like, yes. Yep. There's no dodgy glitches in it. They haven't rushed it for a change. Yeah. Which um, which sounds up the first having I think I'm pretty sure this is like the first Assassin's Creed game as it come out a year on year basis. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like think, every other year. It's been a few years. Well, I think one of the benchmarks to look at in terms of how quickly the cyberpunk prices drop is remember Death Stranding, how hyped up that was last year, last Christmas. Never bought it. Like, yeah. I really like it. Of- I really like it. I can't help it. It's got a really nice soundtrack and it's yeah. just a chill game. Really? Plus, I think that game's okay to be like, okay, in the visual aspect, but the cyberpunk's kind of not built towards that. Yeah, I've watched somebody play it on, uh, on on Twitch, and have you seen the ending to that game? It's up its own ass. Yeah. It's a bit of a simulator, though, that game. Yeah, pretty, hey? From what I've heard, it is essentially just constantly just walking around more. It's like, it just sounds very long and very stretched out, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, it's but the art terrible. Yeah, I would say. Nah, uh, I might get it price. Cheap price, I might get it. Just I'm fascinated to see like, well, it's like a really good deal. Like, Cyber, it's interesting because, like, can we sidepunk 277? When that hype went we were death stranding, I was like, nah, it'll be shit. I called it. You called it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is when we're going into game after work and then, like, we're just looking at. Price of Death Stranding, we'll just wait and see where it's going to be. And that, like, me and Campbell, we're interested in like this. Big bell, like that. 
It's under 30, it's under 30, it's under 30. We're approaching 25. <laughs> it's getting into bargain territory now, I lad. Google Say that again, Sean. I've seen The Last of Us 2 go for about 12 quid on eBay. Yeah, that's no surprise. It's dog yeah. shit. No one wants it. Yeah, no Someone actually bought my uh, Last of Us 2. Oh, oh my god. god. Right, you're ready to have a trending, isn't it, at the moment? We're going for 35. I sold you for 35. Excellent. Oh, nice. Broke even. Well done. Yeah, right. I, I, got got ready. Ready. I had a jammy Amazon Prime voucher thing when I actually first bought it. So, I was, yeah, it's quite a tactical one. Hmm, when someone paid 35 for it, so I'm like, yes, get in. <laughs> Right, without Googling it, how much do you think Death Stranding will cost at game at the moment? Uh, 13 quid, 14 quid, something like that. 16.99. Uh, John? 20. Canva's closest is 15 quid at the moment. Mm. At the moment. I was surprised I thought it'd be 10, maybe 9, maybe even 8. Shit game. Wow. Never worth it. I'm learning from this. Exactly. If Gavin's really excited about playing it or seeing it, don't bother with it. I <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's a very good point. I'm just casting my mind back. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Hmm. Right, he was dead excited about uh, Last of Us Two. I mean, basically, he was like a dog with two dicks when that were coming out. Fucking hell! <laughs> and look at this. Uh, uh, what was it a uh, James Bond film that's uh, that might get released at some point? Maybe if we're unlucky, it'll be that's going to be a proper pile of shit. That one, yeah. There's obviously Death Stranding as well. We've already covered that one. There was very, um, very some anomalies. Red Dead Two. I was really excited for that, and I was very excited for Spider Man game. Every uh, every chance. <laughs> Every Transformer film. <laughs> oh, have you seen the uh, Cybertron series on Netflix, Sean? No. It's actually pretty good. Honestly, it? It yeah, six episodes long. Each episode is about 28 minutes long. Pretty good. It's an easy binge. It's good because there's a lack of Michael Bay. So there we go. Yeah, there's, no, there's no Michael Bay bullshit. There's no human. It's set on Cybertron. When I was growing up, the, the uh, Transformers uh, was ruined. Because it used to be on a thing called the Wide Awake Club on a, on TVAM, presented by Timmy Mallet. Now I <laughs> don't suppose you know who Timmy Mallet is. I don't know if even Cam would know. Yeah, Mallet and his, uh, and, his parakeet was uh, magic. They used, to, they used to show Transformers on there every single day, but they'd show you about five minutes. So they made one episode last the whole week because they'd only show five. They'd show five, like two or three minutes, and oh, then go tune in tomorrow, see what happens. And it just ruined it. That's, that's Why horrendous. Licensing. That would cheap custom, custom less than licensing because they got stretched out. Well, you can just get like the box set of G1 series now anyway, and you can watch it without the <laughs> fucking interruptions of delays and shit. So, mm. where's that? But yeah, if you're into, into G1, Sean, John, the Cyberverse, give it a watch. It's all cell shaded, though, isn't it? Oh, is it back to this again? Well, you really don't like that, do you? I'm not keen. 
Uh, Everyone has art styles they don't like, to be fair. They they get that they've worked years and years and years to produce 3D uh, shots and, you know, so it's all realistic and that. And then someone comes out and says, I'll oh, just, just shade it in like this. <laughs> it's terrible. Sean <laughs> likes his photorealism. Like Disapproves <laughs> of everything that isn't photorealism. You know, it's not that. It's just the shell saying it's used too much. Well, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit. Mm. They're just using the clothes for the best thing to do it. That's all I'm gonna say. How long has this podcast been going for now? Three days. <laughs> <laughs> One hour and eight minutes. So I think it's about time we wrapped it up, boys. We haven't talked about it, uh, we haven't talked about HBO releasing everything. No, we, we didn't hit it this week, unfortunately. I'll hit it next <laughs> week. Yeah. Putting all the... Uh, they're not happy, are they, the cinemas? No, they're not. They're going to war Cinem- with them in, in, in short. Yeah, but they're going to war. We're not going to show any of their stuff then. Well, it's like, well, we don't want you to show any of it, so shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've cut their nose off to spite the face there because HBO did, like, they were going to... Put them into the cinemas at the same time, weren't they? Whereas now they just won't bother. Yeah. They'll just be like, nah, fuckies. Yeah, so you just say it. Mm. It's the one with zero material. Staying in is the new going out because there's nowhere to go out to. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the new decade, uh, which has been defined by COVID already. So it's it's funny to think this, but if you think about it, prisoners have got more human interaction than we have. Yeah, it's true. Holy <laughs> shit! Or they did do until recently, but then again, their uh, their risk of COVID was significantly higher, as was their risk of death during that period. So yeah, yeah, they're in prison though, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> <For> the <laughs> human rights. <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of COVID, I'm going to have to go because my throat's really sore again. Um, so You might push through this podcast. I, have, yeah, I think I've uh, done all right there. I do feel better today, but this isn't, oh, isn't my this is thing, so. yeah. Thank you, boys. <laughs> I appreciate your condescension as always, Gavin. Yeah, with his, his multiple I bananas. I should have got all <laughs> one that, really, but yeah. Oh well. Anyway, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna treat myself to a Chinese because we've uh, as a business we've had a bit of good news this week, so we'll discuss that with you uh, next in the following weeks. Uh, you'll hear all oh. about it. So tasty, tasty, tasty. Yeah. Oh, follow up, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing too bad. Yeah, we're all right. We're all right. And some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't name you. Um, anyway on that note on that bombshell (laughs) on a successful note it's time to end have a wonderful weekend boys and I will uh, on the flippity flip but anyone uh, who's listened this far congratulations well done and thank you for staying with us we do appreciate it amazing to watch the next episode (laughs) we shall be one day not today that's that. There we go. That, there's our signing off thing. What? 
we shall reward you one day, but not today. <laughs> yeah, today is not that day. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, enjoy your weekend, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll see you in a few weeks. If I don't, see bye. You bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.